founder of Whole Body Literacy and Education, aka Wibble, and host of Wibble's weekly podcast, Education is Liberation. You can find us on anchor.fm forward slash WHBLE or wherever you get your podcasts. Wibble is an educational consultancy company. We make art, we make change. We activate and inspire community connection, encourage individual and collective literacies, and nurture brave spaces using media and the arts. I'm excited to host this episode of Black History Mini Docs podcast and have a tremendous guest here with me today. OG Singletary is a mastermind behind the lens who has an authentic love for directing and true storytelling. With over 15 years of experience, he has focused his career on projects that matter and in fact has a really powerful project coming up and we'll talk about that soon. Welcome, OG. Thank you. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. So excited to have you here as well. Um, first of all, can you tell us about the projects that you have helmed? Absolutely. I, like you said, I've been in television for about 15 years, a little over 15 years. And, um, you know, I've worked on several projects, mainly as a showrunner director, uh, shows like... Um, College Hill for BET. I've done shows like uh, Snoop Dogg's Fatherhood, uh, Braxton Family Values, um, Shaw's of Sunset, The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, a lot, a lot of different reality shows, as well as documentaries like um, uh, Misguided Altruism was a personal project that my production company did. And most recently, I, I did the show called They Call Me Dad, which actually premieres on the 15th of uh, this month. And uh, it, it basically is about fatherhood and changing the narrative for black fathers so that we see our fathers in a positive light. So I'm super excited about that one. Well, I'm very excited about that. Your work has always been rooted in family. And in fact, you are the son of a very, very notable director, Tony Singletary. What's that like? <laughs> it, it's amazing. I mean, that's my father. So you know, it's a different reality for me, but, um, but, you know, being able to, to have my father in my life and, and his influence, you know, being a kid and, and going to work with him and watching him and his process, it's been, I've been blessed to be able to have him as a resource and, uh, and, and, you know, find my own passion through my father's influences. It's, it's been an amazing journey. I'm very, very lucky to have. Him. Mm, I love that. Um, you know, following in the footsteps, but also creating your own path at the same time. Absolutely. I think that's the only way. Mm. And uh, I want to actually cut to a mini doc and we'll do that right now. Little girls, 
these four girls the apathy and the complacency of many Negroes who will sit down on their stools of do nothing and not engage in creative protest to get rid of this evil system. Get rid of this evil system. What murdered these four young girls was the Negro business and professional individual who's more concerned about his job than he's concerned about freedom and justice. You are producing this new project that's premiering on OWN on September 15th. Tell us about this project, They Call Me Dad. Sure. They Call Me Dad is basically featuring five fathers, uh, Anthony Hamilton, um, the R&B singer, um, Kirk Franklin, uh, the entertainer, Bishop T.D. Jakes, the uh, the preacher, uh, Bishop, um, DJ D-Nice, the celebrity DJ, mm. and uh, Malcolm Jenkins, uh, NFL player activist. And, you know, it's a project where, where these amazing dads kind of led us in their, their lives where we were able to kind of document them and uh, interview them and talk about fatherhood. Um, you know, they, they are amazing dads, all different fathers that have their own unique style of, of parenting. And they got to showcase their style and share it with the world through, uh, through this documentary that we were able to shoot. Um, it also deals with, you know, parenting today, uh, raising black children with, you know, today's current climate and what people are dealing with is, is, is unique to them because they're, they're in America and they're dealing with race and, and other things that, that we all deal with in this country, raising black children. So they, they express their opinion about that. And, and the, uh, the, the difficult things that come along with with raising black children in America today, mm. but it's a project that, that I'm super super excited about. I'm um, I'm glad that that own um, greenlit it and and uh, and is featuring fathers black fathers in a positive light, and I'm glad that they they uh, they hired me and, and gave me the ability to, to direct it, show run it, produce it, so that we can make sure that that our narrative is portrayed in a positive light. Black fathers are often depicted in being absent when that's far from the truth. Tuesday, September 15th, an own spotlight event. Being a dad is the most incredible experience in life. Get an intimate look into these fathers and their families and celebrate what it really means to be called dad. This journey won't be easy, but I'm willing to do the work and show the world what black love really can be. They call me dad. 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 Premieres Tuesday, September 15th, 9, 8 central, only on OWN. Mm. I love that. Uh, what made this documentary important to produce right now? What made this documentary important to produce right now is uh, I think that that black fathers don't necessarily get you know the proper due that they deserve. You know, n- not everyone, but but there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of good dads out there, and 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 that's not necessarily the, the imagery or the stories that are told. By the media, so I think that it's important that that uh, that you know we do feature the amazing dads of the world um, that are out there, and and we tell those type of stories because it's important that that people know that there there's positive black influences in society, and, and they need to be celebrated. Mm-hmm. You know, you mentioned my father is a, a sitcom director, but most importantly, he's my dad. He raised yeah. me. Yeah, I've been raised by a good 
black man that that's you know showed me legacy and, and instilled in me certain inspirational um, traits that that uh, that I've been able to embrace. So I think that that uh, you know I've been blessed, and now I'm a dad myself. I have I have a daughter and a son, and I think that uh, that we just need to make sure that when we're in an we have an opportunity to showcase um, black fathers like in this unique situation that that um, that we do it right we, we do it um, you know we, we, we show imagery of, of our dads the right way and, and, and celebrate them for for being positive influential people you know mm. Yeah, you know, when you speak about your dad and you, your your show profile some pretty high profile fathers um did you find yourself um understanding i guess what it's like to be a child of someone who's high profile and how is that how do how do you uh, profile the voices of those those children um yeah i mean i think that that my situation being who i am and and raised by my father definitely gave me um a, a unique um approach to to how i wanted to capture these these uh fathers and, and their children and their wives and, and i think mm. that um that taking my own personal experiences that's what what you do or what i do mm. as as director I, I always try to to find something within me that i can relate to to make it my own and and you know the fact that i've had a positive male influence in my life definitely gave me personal inspiration and passion to want this project to be great Mm. Um, so I'm thankful for that. Yeah, especially right now, given what's happening in the world. I mean, we continue to have these conversations around blackness and Black Lives Mattering and Black fathers are present. And um, and I think about your work. I mean, you did a, pro, a project called Misguided Altruism about yeah. Dr. Brazil, a Black man who helped minority children find ways around the financial aid system so they could attend college. Um, when you think about your journey, what do you think is on the horizon following this project, you know, like bringing the stories of black men to the f- forefront? Yeah, I, I just think that, that um, you know, my personal journey, I'm at a point in my career where, where projects that I choose to, uh, to embrace are, are passion projects. You know, I, I don't think it's, I'm not motivated by money. Um, you know, and sometimes you got to take gigs. Look, we're all human, and we got we got to provide for our family, so we have to do what we have to do. But I'm in a unique position now where it's important to me to take on projects that I really can feel um, excited about, and uh, make sure that it's making the world a better place. I think we need to use our platforms to try to educate and help folks, and and that's kind of what I stand for as a black man, um, as a black father. As a uh, as a black director, I think that that you know inspirational feel good stories is is really what I'm I'm all about um, more than anything. So, you know, from a development perspective of, of what I'm developing and creating with my own production company, OG Productions, but also from a just you know a freelance perspective of just accepting the right gigs that I feel I can be passionate about, I can stand behind. I can celebrate with my family. I can celebrate with my mom and father and we can all watch together and enjoy something that I'm proud of. You know, that's, that's where I'm at now career-wise. 
I hear that because, you know, also it, there's an elephant in the room. We talk about reality shows, you know, oftentimes not showing black folks in the best light sometimes, yeah. um, but not your shows. I mean, you've really found a way to humanize folks in reality. And how do you do that? You know, I mean, that's a choice, right? Yeah. It, it's challenging, though, you know, and look, I, I've done shows that I haven't been proud of, too. You know, and that's part of my journey. There's, there's been mm-hmm. shows where. You know, um, I, I didn't feel like, I, you know, I was I was helping <laughs> us with our narrative on certain shows. And I, I think that going through those experiences of shows made me be like, hey, I don't want to do those kind of shows anymore. That was part of my process. But I, but I have been trying to be like more conscious and aware of, of, of shows like, you know, Braxton Family Values. I, I did over 100 episodes with mm. Tony and, and Tamar and, and Tracy and Tawanda and, and Trina. Braxton sisters and look they have their share of, of drama and you know they're all very different and unique but at the end of the day what that family is about more than anything is love and you may have real life uh, drama or or you know get into an argument with your sister regarding certain things but you can't get rid of your sister so you're gonna have to sit down you're gonna have to talk about whatever that issue is and you're gonna have to work it out and we were a family and we you know doing over a hundred episodes, you get close to people. But mm. I, um, I think that that was a unique situation for me of, of uh, you know, it, it was motivated by, by some drama, but at the end of the day, what it was about more than anything was love and, and that mm. family uh, coming together. So I am proud of, the, of that show and, and the work that we were able to create and uh, proud of a lot of the shows that I've done. Well, that's what you should be. You should be proud. I mean, like, so, uh, for folks who might want to be directors, and we know that, you know, representation, you know, we still have a long ways to go. Um, what was your journey like? Like, what was that moment where you knew I want to be a director? And how did you go about, pers- you know, following that dream? Yeah, the, the crazy thing is, is that my father was a director, but I had no no goal of, of really being a director. I think I, 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 you know, I found it, it came natural to me. I think being around my dad as a kid and, and being surrounded by it, definitely kind of instilled a certain type of confidence and swagger for sure on set where, where I felt like it was very natural and organic for me to fall in line. But my personal journey was honestly, I think it was about my love for photography more than anything. Mm-hmm. In high school, I, um, you know, I, I loved taking pictures and that was my favorite class. And um, I went to Morehouse College in Atlanta, Georgia, and I actually got a business degree and graduated and, and had no desire to, to work in corporate America, but I didn't really know what I wanted to do. So when you um, and and I, I couldn't not work, you know that wasn't that wasn't my reality at all. It was like no, you're 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 out of college. You got to figure it out. So what I did, like most people that get into business, is is I just started uh, as a production assistant, which was an entry level position where you're basically you know doing whatever's needed on set. So I was I was a production assistant for like Hype Williams music videos. He was a big time music video director when I graduated from college, and um and various other directors, Dave Myers and a bunch of big videos and, and kind of gravitated more towards the camera department mm. and um and eventually became like an assistant camera person then i was a camera operator uh, and then i was a director of photography and then uh and then what i noticed was that you know i was shooting making a, a good you know making a good living traveling all over the world shooting various tv shows and i was taking direction from people i felt like i knew more than um mm. the directors that were hiring me I felt like I, I was, um, I just felt like I, I could do it better, basically. 
So I think naturally for me, it was like, okay, I, I, I can't keep taking direction from people that I feel like I could out direct. Mm-hmm. So I started to, to just uh, pursue opportunities. And, and um, there was the, uh, the, a show called College Hill that I mentioned earlier. Uh, College Hill mm-hmm. was like a black version of the real world. And, um, I remember College Hill. I think I, <laughs> I think a lot of people remember College Hill and BET. Yep. BET, right? And they they uh, you know they gave me a shot as a director, Tracy Edmonds, who is is uh, amazing, and and I am still grateful for her uh, giving me an opportunity. But she knew my background as as an operator, and um, and she knew what I was aspiring to be, and took a chance on me. And I did five or six seasons of, of that show, and it was a successful situation. And after that, I was on. And then you just mm-hmm. look up, go from one show to the next show to the next show to the next show. And then would you say how many years have I been doing this now? Over 15 years now? Mm. I was I was a kid on set at first and now I'm like the old man, but that's lot. I mean, let's first let's rewind the track. Like what are some of the shows you've been on set when you were a kid? When I was a kid, um I was on sets like uh the Cosby Show for sure. I was on um, Who's the Boss. Uh, I even remember being a kid on sets like Sam and Son, Two Two Seven, and uh, uh, Silver Spoons, um, Married with Children, Martin. Uh, I remember my father directing a pilot for Living Single and Queen Latifah and all the other talented actors and actresses coming by our house um, discussing the pilot when it was just an idea and. Mm. and being super excited, I was super excited to meet Queen Latifah when she came by the house. Like, but I've, I've been blessed, man, to uh, to, to really meet some, some very talented people, and, and uh, it's been great. It's been a great ride so far. I mean, that sounds incredible, and we have a lot in common. We both have parents who are directors. Is my mom, Nima Barnett, first black woman to direct a sitcom, and I remember. You know, you, you, you go to these sets and you don't realize you're part of this history. So when you think about the history and you think about, because you've been on the journey to like how television has changed, what changes have happened that you think are great? Which changes do you think, oh, you know, oh, I wish it was like back in the day or, you know, is there a difference between now and then? For sure, and shout out to your mom because your mom was, was making history, you know, as a female director doing state council when it wasn't really heard of. So let's not just like let that slide through there. Like, <laughs> so, so, so yeah, for sure, man. Shout out to your mom. And yet, has has television changed? Absolutely. Um, I mean, I, you know, that's the thing. People talk about reality TV and it not being positive. I think that. Um, my own personal opinion is that, that a lot of the shows that were out weren't positive. And I don't feel like, I feel like we need to get back rooted to, to you know, positive imagery again. Mm. And I think that it's starting to happen. I think that, that people are, are starting to get burnt out on the ratchet, excuse my term, but the, <laughs> the ratchet, wacky, drama-driven stuff. And I think people want to feel good and inspired. Mm. You know, I don't uh, I don't think that that uh, a lot of the networks were were showing us in a positive light, and and I think with the recent things that have taken place in this country, I think that people are a little bit more aware and conscious, and and are like enough is enough. Like we, we don't want to to be a part or support shows that don't showcase us in a positive light. So 
I kind of feel like we took a step backwards a little bit, but um, but it's it's been our journey, and I think that that you know people like myself and you, even with this with this project, you know, we're we're, we're doing our part to try to make sure that we we make a difference and make make a change in a positive way. Yeah, I really appreciate your work and the way that you think about this. You can uh, your production company. I can't wait to see what comes next. Um, yeah. Can you give us a sneak peek? We know that we're gonna tune into own on the fifteenth of September at what time? Nine p.m. Um, at nine p.m. Yes, ma'am. That's it. Please look out for it. We we have the thing is too is that we have to make sure that when we do have these opportunities to support positive shows that we show up and we watch and we support. So I do want to let the world know that, that this is an amazing project that, uh, that we need to support. Let's look out for each other. Check it out. September 15th. Uh, they call me dad uh, on the own network, the Oprah Winfrey network at 9 PM. Mm. And then after this, what's next? Uh, what's next? I'm, I'm actually currently doing a, a show, a pilot right now for discovery. Um, I'm not, I'm not, you know, allowed to talk about the title and share the title just yet, but um, but I will say it's about entrepreneurship and it's an amazing black host who's a fresh new face on TV, and he's a you know a self accomplished entrepreneur himself, and it's about him traveling the country, telling inspirational stories, showing um, you know, small businesses and 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 with amazing stories of entrepreneurship, and it's it's a uh, it's a feel-good show that 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 uh, where it gets voices to the, to the people that usually don't get a voice. Mm. So super excited about that. I'm on location doing it now. Um, everybody is is uh, is really excited about it as well, and, and we're hoping that that'll be uh, in full production real soon. I mean, that sounds dope. And how is it with COVID and filming? Is how has that changed everything? Yeah, I mean, it's it's different. And I'm not gonna lie. It's, it's not it's it's not easy, but um. You know, you got to do what you got to do. Like on a regular basis now, we get tested um, daily when you're shooting in the field. And um, we've been blessed with nobody has been sick. You know, the people that I've been working with, we've all been healthy and safe. But, yeah, it's about getting tested on a, on a regular basis so that, that you know you're, you're safe and comfortable and, and, and embracing wearing masks on set. Just, you know, not as much human interaction. You try to shoot outside a little bit more and, and, and keep things distant. You got to be a little more creative and think out the box. But um, mm. but it, it's our reality. And the most important thing is that, that people feel safe on set. And that's what we've been doing. Just certain certain procedures to, to make sure people are safe. That's dope. And also, I love this, you know, conversation. I can't wait to see it about entrepreneurship and in particular Black entrepreneurship. Um, which is really what you're doing, you know, by starting your own production company and, you know, the things that, and there's so many people who are starting up new businesses right now. Um, really important to talk about it. And how does dad feel about your work and your, you know, you did it. <laughs> dad is supportive. I think dad is like, okay, you know, I don't have to worry about you. you, you you're all right. <laughs> you're not really like, you know, he's more of a, you know, but I know deep down inside, he, he's, he's proud. Um, he's proud and and, uh, and supportive for sure and, and there for, for me to, to, you know, talk to and get advice from whenever I need him. So I'm very lucky to have him and, uh, and grateful. And then you're a dad. And how, you know, how old are your children? <laughs> My daughter is nine. 
and my son is five. My daughter is Darla Dream Singletary. My son is Marley Singletary. I'm a proud papa, nine and five years old, and they keep me busy. And uh, I'm on the road right now missing my babies. Can't wait to finish this up and get back to my kids. Mm. But they'll have something very beautiful to watch <laughs> while dad is out there working. And I know soon, I'm, have they been on the set too? Uh, a little bit here and there, depending on the project. Depending on the project. Well, soon, right? You know, because what you're talking about uh, speaks to this change, like reframing television to bring it back to uplifting Black folks and showing us in positive light and allowing us to do that. Because I know that, you know, everything, seasons, right? Sometimes it, it, it looks better to have us looking crazy. And now we're like, nah, we're not trying to do that right now. Enough was enough. We ain't doing that no more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you had, say that again. I was gonna say, that's why we got to support the positive stuff that we're putting out there and make sure that we come out. Yeah. You know, because uh, it's important, you know, can't, we can't only support the, uh, the shows that, that are lacking substance, the culture. We do create this stuff. Let's make sure that, that people show up and watch it. Yeah. Agreed. A hundred percent. A thousand percent. Any last bit of wisdom for young Black fathers who are trying to make ends meet, working, pursuing their dream, you know, what would you tell them? Yeah, I think that, that the, what I'll tell any young aspiring Black father or just, you know, aspiring director in general is just that uh, to believe in yourself, to trust your instincts, um, and, and, you know, put yourself out there and don't be afraid, you know, just trust yourself and follow your heart and your passion and it'll, it'll work out. Like that's, I know it kind of sounds cliche, but honestly, like that's kind of what's worked for me. It's just me, you know, having love for photography and, and following my heart and my passion. And that's how I've been able to be successful. So I look forward to, and, and use, use the people who are out there that, that are trying to help. There's been not only my father, but a lot of other key people in my career that, that were always a resource for me. So, you know, talk to people, ask people questions, um, I'm, I'm a resource. I'm, I'm an open book. So I like, like having these opportunities for my story. But in general, I like to inspire uh, young black folks um, about, about um, television. So I'm, I'm here for it. Um, I, I, I'm a resource. And, um, and I wish you guys the best. How do they reach you? Uh, Facebook, Instagram. Probably is the best way. Um, on social media platforms. Um, yeah, OG Singletary on Facebook, OG Singletary, OG Productions on Instagram. Um, please, you know, reach out. I'm, I'm here to help. I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> You're all right. So, you know, make sure that you tune in. This has been Black History Mini Docs. You want to check out They Call Me Dad premiering on OWN on September 15th at 9 p.m. Uh, and this special celebrates Black fatherhood um, for the Oprah Winfrey Network. Thank you so much, OG. I appreciate it. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you. And also make sure you leave your comments. If you want to send a message to OG, you can hit them on all of the social medias, but you can also leave a comment through this podcast and we'll make sure that we send that message right to OG. Thank you so much. This has been Black History Mini Docs Podcast. Black History Mini Docs Podcast. Black History Mini Docs.